0: Hi, I'm Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter, and I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to my life abroad. Today's talk is about March 2021, and we did not open up as we kind of expected. Things are still locked down, and I think we have another month of it left, the way that it looks, so we are just hunkering down and doing what we can, doing basically outside activities because everything is closed except for essential stores. But we are allowed to go out, and of course there are monuments and things to see that are not indoors, that are outdoors, that are very synonymous with Lisbon, and one of them is Henry the Navigator. Henry the Navigator is a discoverer, and he is the one who discovered along with his associates, his associate discoverers, and they discovered the Azores and Madeira and Cape Verde. And they celebrate Henry the Navigator with a large marble monument just along the Tagus River and you can go walk around it. It's called the Monument to the Discoveries. And it celebrates the age of discovery and the age of exploration. It was built in 1960 and the tribute to Prince Henry the Navigator and his discoverers are all there. It is a gorgeous beautiful monument and it's actually located in Belém which is only about a 10-minute train ride out of Lisbon. So walking around, so I have some pictures on my blog and you can see what a beautiful monument it is There were not, once again, a lot of people there, and it was just so easy to go walk around and take some great pictures. The best time with that marble monument, the best time to take pictures absolutely would be Golden Hour, about an hour before sunset. It is just a stunning piece of work, and the detail is amazing, and you can just walk right up to it and get close to it, and it is the place to be photographed for sure when you're around Lisbon. So, Henry the Navigator... You gotta go and see him. Something else that happened in March is the filmmaking group that I had joined. We had had these meetings uh, periodically, little gatherings in the park. And uh, we had some sessions so that we could all learn different aspects of filmmaking. We had a session on sound and lighting. And it's been really fun to be a part of that group. Again, outdoor gatherings, but most of the filming takes place outdoors anyway, and you know it's a small enough group so that we were within our within what the rules were. So filmmaking was going on, that made me feel really good. Just being able to be outside, I think, is made all the difference in the world. And that filmmaking session led to actually a short film that I was in, that I had the lead role in. One of the members of the group had an idea for a a film that was about a father and a daughter. And we filmed this short film actually in my apartment. I mentioned in the last blog about what a great apartment I had. If you want to see pictures of the apartment, you should go and watch this short film. It's on my blog called The Street He Lives On. And you can see the nice living room that I had and my nice kitchen. And it was uh, a big enough apartment that we could have a few people over. And Hussein, who was the director, he uh, had the equipment, everything fit in the apartment, and then there were three of us that were part of the film. So much fun to do. One of the things that I did that was felt so European to me is, you know, they don't have a lot of uh, typically screens that are on the windows. So when you're up, say, on the second floor and you open the windows, I mean, there's it's just open. (laughs) So it's just right there, there's no screens. So one of the things that I did that became part of the film actually is that I got to go and sit on the ledge of the window and I dangled my feet over the side and I played my ukulele and became part of the film. And so just to be in Europe and to be in Portugal, to be in Lisbon and see myself sitting, dangling outside of a window, sitting on the windowsill playing a ukulele, um, it was really a great shot. I'm glad we got to incorporate it in the film and I'm glad that I got to do it. And then the other daytime activity, outdoor activity, that I did is I went to up to Cascais, which I've mentioned before. Cascais is a, about a 40-minute train ride out of Lisbon. It's kind of a little wealthier community, but it's very, very scenic and very, very nice. And one of the things that they're known for is a place called Devil's Mouth. It's also called Hell's Mouth, or Bocado Inferno. And it is a series of cliffs that are right next to the ocean. And these cliffs were, at one time, Devil's Mouth was a cave, but the top of the cave has eroded away. So it's just like looking into like a bowl. And this whole area was created by the full force of the Atlantic Ocean with the waves, the powerful waves coming in and hitting the cliffs. And then over the years, it's just eroded and created this structure because of the continually crashing of the waves it created this this structure where the waves come in through the side of if you can imagine this bowl there's a there's a a hole where the waves can come crashing through and then if the waves are powerful enough it can fill up and actually kind of overflow and create kind of a volcanic effect they come into the bowl and up the sides of the bowl and it just creates this 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 turmoil of waves and water that's that's within this um, mouth like you would you would call it you would it would look like kind of a mouth like surface where these waves are crushing and swirling around there have been people who have slipped and they fell in there have been people who have been swept away by the waves. So it has been dangerous, but the, the violent winter storms over the years is really what coming in and, 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 and swirling upwards, creating like a volcano, it, it is, that is what's caused this, this area of cliffs to be known as Devil's Mouth or Hell's Mouth. And it is free. You just walk up the sidewalk, basically, out of Cascais, and you can walk up to it. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, but the time that I was there, there really weren't a lot of waves. So it was not, it didn't feel volcanic, and it didn't feel at all dangerous, and there, there really was not a lot of water swirling around in the devil's mouth. But it is um, definitely something that you have to see when you get to Lisbon and when you get up to Cascais. So this month has really been all about just doing what I can and doing it outside. Whatever I can do outside, that's all we can do and that's what we did during March of 2021. I also realized at that point and I've realized so much during this journey that there are people who've had it so much worse. I, I'm i not complaining at all about not being able to get into places or having places be closed or whatever. I I am so grateful and so thankful to be on this journey. And I just know that there are so many people who have, who have had it so much worse. And um, I, I kept thinking about that a lot. And I just kept reminding myself that I am just so, so grateful. Well, that's it for now. And please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at BobTapper.com. Thanks for listening.